up, you guys? This is Otherworldly Podcast, a show where we talk about the things that go bump in the night, as well as cute little ghost stories that aren't such a fright. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Tiara, and I'm my Andrew. Y'all know us. I mean, we're musicians. Uh, I'm, okay, first of all, y'all might not know us, but if you do, I you mean, know, you gotta manifest. Manifest. After this right here, we're going to go viral on TikTok, whatever. Um, but yeah, when we're not doing music, we are nerding out to everything supernatural, paranormal, extraterrestrial. Um, it's kind of like our life. It's It really consumes us. And I feel like people should know a little bit more about that. Uh, so yeah. And plus, you know, I'm going to just say it. Black people like spooky stuff too. Okay, black people like spooky stuff too, and so here we are trying to show y'all the, I guess, black spooky side of things. Yes, black people. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, like the Ghost Brothers. That's a huge inspiration. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. first of all, they're really funny. It's it's between Nope and the Ghost Brothers for me because it's like black people. We we are spooky stuff. I feel like you know it's kind of deep rooted in who we are. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a, a a forgotten tradition of black people, really. But we ain't gonna get into that part. But no, nah, speak. I'm just saying, it. you know, from being in Africa and stuff like that, like uh, black magic, you know, voodoo stuff is pretty much yeah. in our DNA. But you know, the we, things that they call taboo now. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like when it comes to like the supernatural and the paranormal side, it wasn't something that I was like. I want to dive into it was something that was me uh me my siblings my mom we all kind of have like a sixth sense so like early on I was seeing and hearing things that scared me um <laughs> like I mean believe me or not I seen the grim reaper um no, or didn't. okay <laughs> I seen something that manifested itself to look like the grim reaper and um that was one of the like scariest times that I've ever had other than the fact other than the time that I was like attacked by a ghost but that's a whole different story but like that was the first time that I like saw something and it was like it was like there in the in the real and it's in its cape floating in the hallway and no matter how many times I rubbed my eyes it was still there and I was like oh this is like a thing that's going on and I used to just like pray at night I didn't get any sleep as a kid because I used to pray at night that this wouldn't happen <laughs> um but yeah a lot of crazy things happened to me and now that's why i am super into the paranormal stuff it's like it's my life but you're you're the side of ufos yeah, and yeah i mean I, I got into that uh well my dad used to be like a over-the-road truck driver and i used to go with him to work and uh he used to listen to coast to coast you know about that i think you told me about it yeah, yeah. so he would listen to all that paranormal stuff on the radio and um Actually, one time we went to uh, some type of alien con That's a convention. Dream. Yeah, in Richmond, and uh, it was after work. Actually, we went there, but I didn't. I wasn't, you know, fully aware of what was going on. But I remember him getting like this book on extraterrestrials and all that stuff from that convention. And yeah, pretty much, he was uh, doing that. And so basically, me and my dad hung out majority of my life. So, um, but. He was into watching like ancient aliens and stuff and that's kind of how i got into that and you know basically became my entire life up until now so uh, you know i kind of went overboard on it and 
Go back to the alien con. How old were you? I feel like I was like maybe 11. And you said you didn't know what was going on. Like you No, because were... I mean, I remember there was a black guy and he was writing stuff on this board and people were like listening. <laughs> and I was just like sitting <laughs> there. Mean? I was probably eating some Rice Krispie treats or something. But pretty much, yeah, it, it was a whole situation. But I, I can't remember what they were talking about. I know it was about aliens and stuff. But, you know, I was a kid, so I really wasn't. Friend, I was in it when I was like coming out the womb. I already told you Michael Myers was like my celebrity crush. My first horror film in the theater was Wishmaster, which I fell asleep. It was so scary. There was a scene. I just remember, I only remember two things from that day walking down the road to the theater with my siblings, and the scene where this glass broke. And it was in this man's face. And I was so scared that I closed my eyes. And when I opened my eyes, the movie was over. Um, but, like, I love horror films. I loved everything paranormal. Like, I was the kid watching The X-Files, uh, Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction. Like, when yeah, that jank used to... When I drank, used to be on, uh, on like a marathon. I remember I would just sit there and watch it. Everybody had a whole life. And I'm sitting there, six <laughs> years old. Like, oh, my God. Like, this was... That's crazy that you went to an alien con and you're like, what is this? Yeah, look, like, man, I we're sitting here looking for one now <laughs> and it's just like, oh, they're in New Mexico or <laughs> California. And I was like, okay. For those of you who don't know, this is our first podcast ever, our first episode ever. So we're giddy and silly. But right now we're like recording on this, uh, what is this called? Like a tele, uh, uh, telecon? No, it's they called a Tascam. For, Oh, that's my harmony box. Excuse yeah. me. But the bottom line. Still, she's still in the music. music <laughs> the bottom line is that it's like we don't have any microphones or anything. We decided to sit in our car so we can have the best sound. And we're sitting out in like the park in our neighborhood where I seen shadow people. Like we're, try we're just trying to like get the spooky vibes going. So yeah, bear with us on the sound until we get better. If y'all watch or whatever, like maybe like, I mean, excuse me. <laughs> I was flowing, though. I mean, you though. can visualize. It's, it's almost like a book, I guess. You know? But, yeah, so let's talk about experiences, like things that have happened to us, things that <laughs> haunted us to this day. Like, I told you about the Grim Reaper. That wasn't, okay, it was terrifying, but that wasn't the most terrifying thing that's ever happened to me. That was just, that was a moment that I was like, it's happening. That was probably, like, the calm before the storm, to be honest. But, like, what are some experiences Cause, well, have you ever had any paranormal experiences? Like, uh, or you I don't have you to talk about paranormal. This, you can talk I, about I, UFOs. I mean, since we're on the subject, um, I feel like this could be considered paranormal. I remember one time, here go my dad again. But I told y'all we hung out a lot. But um, we He's were in the kitchen. <laughs> we were in the kitchen, um, at my mom's house, of course, and it was like of late, course. and we were talking about spirituality and stuff like that you know we, we were geeking out that's usually how it starts yeah and um i don't know if you ever seen one of these uh these ants they're like reddish color kind of fuzzy looking they're kind of big yeah describe it for the city folks yeah 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 but um, <laughs> i'm pretty sure you know what it is. but uh it was to to make a long story short we were talking we have a pantry door i looked over at the door i see this thing crawling up the door the ant and i was like yo daddy look so he grabbed a flask water rest in peace and he <laughs> hit it and like like no no bull job i'm looking and when he hit it a marble fell from the same spot now i know that sounds crazy but it literally happened right in front of my eyes what 
Well, you said rest in peace. Is it more like he went to a different I dimension? Have no idea. You know what? Now that I think about it, I take that back because he might have teleported. He might have teleported. But it was a, it was like a regular marble that you would see, <laughs> and it fell to the ground from that exact spot. And, like, we both looked at each other, and, like, we were, like, you know, freaking out. And then pretty much that was the last time we talked about it, which is kind of But wait, odd. was the marble the same color as the ant? No, no. It was just a regular clear See, marble. That's, that's the creepy part right there. Because if it were like, then, you know, the ant probably rolled up. But it was just a regular uh, We looked marble. for the ant on the floor, actually, below it. And Why are you going to look for it? You try to kill it. Like, I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's not like it could have just disappeared. It just like it was a wide open floor. And Apparently, it could have just disappeared, you know? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, that's, that, that still sounds like. Um, extraterrestrial to me. That sounds like a glitch in the Matrix. That sounds like a parallel universe type of thing. I know we're putting out a whole. B- First of all, we're weird. You'll learn that in this podcast. We're going to be very open about a lot of things. Um, portals, glitches in the Matrix, um, alternate realities, all that. So if we say it like it's the truth, it's because it's our truth. But yeah, that ant was probably like, oh, okay. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. He got a last minute decision. (laughs) He was like, you know, I'm out of here. Let's see. For me, my paranormal experiences. So I've always believed in aliens and I've always, I mean, and even when I didn't have like alien encounters or what I didn't think were alien encounters until later on, um, I always believed in aliens. I used to see, you know, the famous light in the sky that would, you know, you follow the star and it's moving and the other stars aren't moving and stuff. Before I even knew what like stargazing was or ancient aliens and stuff like that, I would just notice, you know, that star is a little bit brighter than the other one and it's moving. And yeah, it could have been a satellite, but when they turn around and they go the opposite direction after they've been going this direction, you're like, wow, that's crazy. But my life is more paranormal. You know that I am a walking, talking ghost in my life. Who knows? Um, but like, like I said, I've just had some really creepy things happening to me. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, we lived in Richmond, and we lived in this huge house. I, I feel like I'm trying to count the rooms in my head. I don't remember how many rooms it was, but it was basically like you had like a downstairs house and you had an upstairs house. It had like its own kitchen, its own bathroom, its own living room and everything. Um, so it was like two different houses, but I have five other brothers and sisters. So the house was like big enough for all of us, but it was still kind of compacted with all my mom's computers. But that house, it felt dark. There, It was just like a heavy energy in there. Plus there was a lot going on in that neighborhood. We lived, we lived in the ghetto, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we lived in the streets, you understand? So there was a lot going on any, anyway. And I feel like the house was just kind of picking up on that. But like, me and my brother both saw like um uh, what is the name of that there's a certain like design that the ceiling is called when it's kind of puffy and it's like some of those like circles like yeah i don't know what it's called but yeah some of them are like kind of stringy and pointy so we had we had ceilings like that and i would see like i would i guess i could say and that's funny because what i didn't know what this was i was just a kid but they were like civil war soldiers like being made like like it was like almost like a a a movie being made in the wall you could see like the soldiers and stuff and i didn't (laughs) i thought because everything was going on and i have like bro i thought i just saw something in the woods stop playing with me oh excuse me whoa put your phone down um 
I thought I was going crazy and I didn't want to say anything because like I said there was a lot going on in the house but when my brother mentioned it I was like so you see them too like what's the name of the movie the people under the stairs I'm like so you I'm like you see them too so that was you know that was that house it was just it just had spooky vibes I didn't like being alone in there um but it wasn't until we moved to Prince George that like things really started like really amplifying and that's when I had my spiritual attack I'm about to laugh because it sounds funny when you say it but listen listen so we lived in Prince George and we lived in a trailer um it was a pretty decent sized trailer it had a had like three bedrooms in it and then I was afforded my own bedroom it was just me my little sister and sometimes my brother my my older brother and uh, my older sister because all the other ones were they they grew up or whatever but in that house I got my own room and I remember I don't know what happened to the doorknob but the doorknob was gone so there was just like a little hole that you can like see through where the doorknob was supposed to be I remember sleeping in my room and waking up and like in a hot sweat and then that doorknob don't even laugh in that doorknob I can see a yellow glowing eyeball with like a red pupil. <laughs> All right. See, I didn't laugh at your marble. 1980s, like, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was a movie. So, but after seeing that, um, that's when I remember I had like this excruciating pain in my back. And I was, I think, I felt like it was probably, was I in middle school? I don't remember. But I had this pain in my back and we were waiting for the bus. And I was like, can y'all, like, what's going on? You, I'm telling the truth i asked my friend i was like can you look at my back and tell me what you see and she said she saw scratches on my back did you see it you know what i didn't <laughs> but i i didn't see the scratches so this was, this was did you friend. see the horrible I saw, I, I saw them all uh-huh, whatever i didn't see the scratches but i could feel them so of course i'm freaking out i don't seen the eyeball i told you before that i saw the grim reaper in the hallway now I'm getting scratches on my back or I'm feeling like a pain in my back. And so she's like, yeah, there are scratches going down your back. Granted, she could have been lying. It just was too much of a coincidence for it to be a lie. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it was just, and then plus in that trailer, <laughs> it's a funny story because of what was happening. So I remember this was like, all that stuff was happening to me individually. So who can I tell, like, you know, who's going to believe me? Plus I, I just have a problem with thinking I'm a burden. So I'm not going to tell nobody nothing, but this particular night, me and my sisters were sitting on the couch watching, um, what's the name of that movie? Not Fighting Temptations. Yes, Fighting Temptations, not remember the title. Fighting Temptations. And she loved that movie to death. We used to watch it every day, so I can I can literally quote it. Um, but this particular night, we were watching that, waiting for my mom to come home from the grocery store. My brother was about to go out. He had got a, a booty call text, and so he left. What? Um, he left the house, right? Uh, so the way the living room was set up, we had a TV on like the wall and the couch was in the middle of the living room. It wasn't like against the wall. So we had a lot of space to walk behind and in front of the TV and behind, I mean, not the TV, in front of the couch and behind the couch. So behind the couch was like the hallway area. You go from one end of the trailer to the kitchen to the other end. So I remember we were sitting there and it got super cold almost like it was a movie like you said about the red eye it got really cold to where we can see our breath and so me and my sister looked at each other and then we continued to watch tv because there were weird things happening throughout 
anyway that used to scare us so we were just like not again so we were just sitting there watching the tv kind of looking at each other like i'm not even i'm not even going to entertain it just bundled up in the blankets whatever all of a sudden we could hear somebody walking stomping if you will behind us back and forth from one end of the trailer to the other end of the trailer one end of the trailer to the other end and it happened for like 15 minutes and at first we were like it could be our brother but then the more it happened it was just so like he left you know what i mean and we were so because of the 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 air changing and it getting cold to where you can it, it was like goosebumpy we were too afraid to turn around so whatever was happening behind us it was just like we were just like we're not even going to we might even cut the tv off for a second to just like listen but for the most part we just literally sat there and waited until my mom came home with the groceries we were not about to turn around and face whatever was in there because that y'all crazy y'all crazy who you know you I ain't sitting there and let nobody walk behind you me, never so. and you know what and it could have been it could have been a, a burglar and we could have died but with everything that was going on in that trailer th we didn't want the smoke you know what I'm saying like you won the battle you won the war today you know what I'm saying so yeah I like I said I've been I've been in the streets when it came to paranormal stuff paranormal stuff is my life um you know so my question to you is when it comes to like ufo stuff or paranormal stuff you aren't you're not religious though you mm. you were never but it's like your mom was religious and i mean we you know had religious stuff in my house i mean i guess i'm, I'm, I'm not you know 100 percent you know sure on the situation but i wasn't i say forced into mm. religion so i just kind of had my free will I asked because like did that kind of interfere in like your perception of heaven and hell demons and angels ghosts and spirits and supernatural and ufos like was it taboo to talk about that stuff no not at all i mean we were always talking about this stuff you know even my mom you know we were me and my mom had a thing where we were big on bigfoot you know and she <laughs> swears to this day that bigfoot was throwing rocks at her and i <laughs> i'm also a debunker people so i also talk about paranormal oh my gosh stuff, yes also, like to tell people that he I'm not sure if your story is true, but he um, debunk everything but your story because my stories are legit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I I go through the books on it, but um no, it wasn't taboo. We always been into that thing kind of as a family, uh, technically. So yeah, I specifically remember my mom telling me one day, you know, if you <laughs> if you look into it, you see it. Like don't pay attention to it. We were very religious, you know that I grew up in a Islamic household, so everything that I was seeing was manifesting itself as demonic. And like I said, I feel like I don't even believe in the term demonic, but I'll use it for this particular, I guess, conversation. What they say about like demonic entities and things like that is that they prey on the weak and the vulnerable. So I was a weak and vulnerable kid, you know what I mean? And so I feel like a lot of the things that were manifesting themselves to me were bad. They felt bad physically and mentally. And like, you know, it just not, it didn't feel like I was welcome in the space that they took up. But I do remember my mom. Um, I think that was the day that I told you about when um, all the lights were on at the house. And I, so after Prince George, we moved to Alberta, Virginia. and that's going to be a whole nother episode because I think that house is a portal but <laughs> one particular day um all the lights were on 
And um, we try to, we really tried to tell my mom, we are not cutting the lights on in this big house. We're not cutting every single light in every nook and cranny in this house. We all got in the car as a family and came back and the lights were on. And we were trying to explain to her that this house, at the time we weren't saying portal, we're like, this house is extremely haunted. There are things in this house that are beyond a ghost. We are seeing and hearing things that are beyond ghosts. And she was like, you know, and when you entertain that stuff, that's when it shows itself to you. She didn't, it's not, I don't feel like it's not that she didn't believe, but we were so religious that it, it had to be evil. You know what I mean? Like, don't talk about it. Don't look at it. We got to go to the masjid on Fridays. And so it's just, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like with my upbringing, being so religious and thinking about the jinn and the demon and stuff, none of my experiences were good experiences. Plus, all of my influences were horror films. I think that's the, the difference between you. I never had negative experiences. It was always uh, pretty neutral or spiritual experiences. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, uh, to share my story, um, since I didn't really get into extra, you know, terrestrial stuff. I talk stuff. a lot, my bad. No, no, you good. You know, so we've been here for about three days. We got time. <laughs> I got a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> you know, we got to save them for, for other times. But um, I my one of the I have um I have a, a, almost a million, not literally, uh, extraterrestrial stories. But um, one in particular that really stood out. One of the biggest ones was that um, well, I live in Brunswick County, Virginia. That's where I'm originally from. Freeman. God forbid somebody was looking for you for some money. Uh, ain't nobody looking for me with no money. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so my dad had this camper, and um, it was on this road called Fort Christian, uh, Christiana Road in Brunswick County. And um, it was on a farm that he grew up on. He's, his dad had a house across the road from that area. And, um, you know, it was a basically Civil War land. A lot of Native American, uh, well, that's a lot of Native Native American tribe also was settled in that area. Um, if you want to, you can look it up on the internet. But Everybody anyway, fact checking you. No, I'm not saying like that. I'm just saying like you want to visit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, anyway. oh. but um, so oh, that just got me too. It's the cars, but I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so, anyways, we used to uh, do a lot of hunting and stuff. I would go over there on the weekends. We would go hunting. He would eat breakfast. It was, you know, the whole situation. We had a good time. On one particular night. Uh, I can't remember what we were doing. Probably had just finished eating because eating is life. Um, and Facts. we were sitting, it was a motorhome. Um, and uh, we were sitting in the, I guess you would call it the living room quarters where you had the windows surrounding you. And it was dark, you know, and my mom had called and she was talking to my dad on the phone for a while. And he was like, you know, hey, your mom wants to speak to you. So I started talking to my mom. And um, I looked up, you know, just doing conversation, saw my dad looking at the window. So I'm not thinking much of it. I'm just still talking. And, like He's still like staring at the window with, you know, like he's focused. He's in. So I was like, all right, mom, you know what I'm saying? Bye. So we get off the phone <laughs> and he was like, look. So I looked in the corner that we were surrounded by a field. So it was a huge cow pasture surrounding us and you know it's fenced then but you know we were like in the middle of that we were right at the road you know we were not in the middle of nowhere nowhere but we were but um so we were sitting there i looked up and there are four 
uh, not four, eight lights in the sky. Four lights at the top, four at the bottom. There we go. So, and they were really bright and big and they were just sitting there. And I was like, you know, oh, sh you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna curse, I'm around my dad. But anyway, so um, we jump like up. Yeah, I was like 11. So, um, no, I was probably like, oh, no, this was like, um, oh, I feel like we were out of school. We had just graduated. It was really? Like, yeah, it was, it was January of 2013. Um, and so we took off running outside. And I had, a, I had a, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause I told her, like, I was in it. But um, nah. I had a, <laughs> I had a Blackberry phone at the time. I don't know if y'all remember those. But um, we ran outside, and this thing was recording perfectly. Like, these new phones, they got nothing on it. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, so I picked up my phone and started recording, and these lights just sat there. And we was like, you know, we were, like, flipping out. We were, you know, it was crazy, you know. And um, we were just sitting there looking, and we were recording you know talking about it and you know obviously this sounds like you know pretty to the energy that we had you know i might be telling the story a little underwhelmed but anyway <laughs> so it, it was it was criminal. it How was close were they? i would say it was within that road was like seven miles and you can see um lawrenceville virginia where we're from uh well it was my dad well, it's all in the same area but mm -hmm. there's a, a water tower at beside a food line in lawrenceville and you can see that water tower from there. So it was almost like, that was like, I don't know, but it wasn't that far from us. We we're probably like mm. only 15 minutes, probably 13 minutes from the food line. So it was in between us and that food line through the woods. It basically, it was over top of the woods. So we sat down and watched them. And then eventually, one by one, they would go out. And the top four, all of those went out. And then they reappeared at the bottom one by one. Like they would just come back in. And they just kept doing that. And then eventually, they all started to go out one by one. And then there was one left. And we just sat there and watched it for the longest time. And we went to the, um, there's a fence in the back where you can let the cows in and out. And we went to the back of the um, yard area. And we sat there because we can get a better view across the cow pasture. And you could just see them sitting there. And then from what I remember, that one started to slowly go down all of a sudden like towards the woods mm. and you can see it getting to the top of the trees and no lie you can see some of the trees off in the far distance kind of lighting up as if though they were in like it confirmed that this thing was close to oh, us and it just went down into the freaking trees and it just that was the last time not the last time we saw them but i'm gonna say that other story for next time but i recorded this on my phone and i showed Tierra, I showed her mom, her family, I showed my mom for I remember, you know, sister and stuff like that. And um, yeah, but that phone, I, I had it. It was on this SD card for for a while. And uh, one day, I know this is not gonna not gonna sound believable, not gonna sound believable, but I dropped that phone millions of times. One day, I decided to drop it by mistake, and I picked up my phone and my entire SD card, including me mm -hmm. and Tierra's old pictures from high school when we were growing up and all these oh. pictures I had, all of this was gone. So, you call it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I see, feel you like were, was, you, were, you were sharing too much. You said you shared it with everybody who wanted to see it. And so, they was like, you gotta shut him up. Yeah, you know, it was a pretty obvious, clear video and some people didn't even believe that. You know what I'm saying? You know, people say it's military. I'm like, okay. That was the whatever. time though. Yeah. They recently just came out about you know ufos being real and stuff like that so imagine you having the video now 
where there is actual proof of life beyond this, you know, planet, people will probably believe it. Because people... Or on this planet. On this planet. Under this planet. I'm so mad because as you were telling that story, a bright UFO... And I, I was saw that to, at I the corner of my eye, but I wasn't really getting that much attention because I was like, maybe it might be an airplane. I didn't want to lose track. It literally just fizzed out and left. But um, listen, y'all, if y'all don't get anything out of this podcast, look, go outside at night if you're in a place where the, the city didn't light up the stars and just stargaze. You'll be amazed at the things that you see in the sky just playing around, uh, being themselves flying in their saucers you know you might get some answers to your deep dark questions honestly um it's just it's it's remarkable how many things we've encountered since opening up to this spiritual world like how do you view it now versus then well you said you weren't afraid no I, um oddly i was not afraid and um you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a scaredy cat so it's just like <laughs> you know um it was there was a spook factor that night that we saw those lights um we almost after they went out i'm I'm gonna say this real quick i'm back that but after they went out we were walking back you know it was spooky so it was dark we were walking back now the spook factor has set in you know what i'm saying the hype is down you just realized you ran after some yeah you know we we was out there really pulling a nope situation so (laughs) uh we were the original nope uh (laughs) you know go watch that but anyway so we were walking back to the um to the RV and uh, from what it sounded like, it sounded like an, a robotic sound. And it, out here in this farm, it's pitch quiet. You know, um we are we are out in the middle of nowhere. So you know, other than you hearing a cow and some bugs and some birds, and night birds or something like that, um, it's pretty much quiet for a long ways. You don't hear anything. So we were walking, I heard this robotic sound. Me and my dad just like looked at each other, like, you heard that? And he was like, yeah, I heard that. And, like, we just hightailed it into the RV. And Holly, my dad. My- answering him from the RV. He was like, you heard that? And looked around. <laughs> and Holly, and that like- night, that's when I really got terrified. Because my dad, he, you know, he, all that spooky stuff don't really scare him. So he went to sleep for work. He was like, I got to go get this bread in the morning. <laughs> so, you know, forget what you heard. So I could not sleep. He's and- like, if we get abducted, we get abducted. Right. I got to go to work in the morning. And all the lights were out in the camper, of course. Uh, and we had a little TV in the back, and it was on. But it was, like, uh, down at our feet. It was um, pitch dark going through, like, the uh, the hallway of the RV. And that night, I just knew I was going to get abducted because it was like <laughs> I was standing to this blank darkness, and I just felt like something was in there. Obviously, well, I can't say obviously. I don't know. Obviously, there was nothing going to get me, but I, my, I, was, I was terrified that night. But anyway, that's that story. Um, but how I view it now is that I've become way more open to the spiritual side of uh, what I would say, like guidance from these, you know, from whatever we're seeing mm-hmm. orbs uh, in the sky. Um, some people call it, you know, UFOs, whatever you want to call it. But it, my my view on it has definitely changed. At first, I looked at them as something like this is very entertaining. Like, you know, I'm looking at something mm-hmm. that I've that you see on tv and people talk about it and people be like no that's not true this never happened it's not true but i'm looking at it with my own eyes and you know i'm like one of the biggest skeptics so i really overanalyze things and i'm like looking at this i'm like no this isn't no military this isn't this this isn't that at that time you know what I'm saying? i was just viewing it as like oh you know this is entertainment like this is crazy 
now nowadays we see these things almost I'm gonna say on the regular, and we just seen some some crazy stuff. And nowadays it's like almost like a normal thing, and it is a normal thing. It's been normalized basically. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference from now. And now I I use these you know situations as guidance in life. You know what I'm saying, and whatever I'm you know going on at that at that particular time. You know, and yeah, so. It's more of a spiritual thing nowadays. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting um, when we think about UFOs. I don't even, it's not that I don't like calling them UFOs, but it's, I've come to this idea now in our spirituality that there's so much more than just green goblins in, you know, a saucer. Mm-hmm. Like they can, they take the shape of so many things. Just like the movies in the 80s show, you have the thing where it's just like a an organism that kind of, um, mutated and I don't know how the plot was. The movie was too nasty for me to pay attention. But from what I remember you said the thing? Yeah, it like it, it wow. like a, like a bacteria and stuff like that. You they have watch things that. No <laughs> so nasty. And eat food. Like, right, you know, right. Eat Something some oatmeal. Slimy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, like it could be a bacteria or, you know, things like that. I feel like they manifest in those ways. Mm. They manifest right, the ugh. Um or like, you know, the movie Parasite. Or they can manifest in, in ways of like, you know, our past present and future selves like it's it's never like when you see the light in the sky it's never like oh that that's a flying saucer there's an alien in there it's sometimes it could be like an ancestor to me mm-hmm. and I never and when I was little I would never come to that conclusion but you know just the same with paranormal experiences when I was little and I was a vulnerable emo girl I was you know I was visited by some dark entities like they physically and mentally drained me like it was an awful time and I just I prayed and I prayed and I prayed that it would stop Mm -hmm. I I was just like why am I um why am I cursed with this ability to just you know people were seeing like ghosts and stuff and I saw ghosts I saw you know I feel like (laughs) I remember my sister's apartment I felt like that was another Civil War soldier. It look, I swear to God, it looked like Ulysses S. Grant. I'll never, I'll never, the classic. I'll never forget. Ghost. I will what never. What about the ghost people that might have worked at McDonald's? I man, wish. I I will that. never forget the day I saw Ulysses S. Grant <laughs> in my sister's hallway. She's walking by. So, um, but anyway, you know, I've seen ghosts, but I've also just seen some like out of this world stuff, like. And it always was a negative energy. But when we got older and I started to like really hone into my spirituality and accept myself, when I left religion, to be honest, I feel like religion, although it it shaped me to be the moralistic girl that I am, it also hindered me to, to think outside of the box of paranormal stuff being anything other than bad or the gin. So nowadays I welcome it sometimes. I mean, I still pray. And I'd be like, look, if you mean me harm, please, I don't need you to be standing at the foot of the bed. I don't need any of this energy tonight. I'm just a little spooked. But, like, I've had really good experiences. And I I, I see it differently now, you know. Now it's more like Casper. Mm. And not like, you know. That's actually (laughs) (laughs) the name of our grass. No lie. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> but you know what's so funny about that? He's the nicest, kindest. He hippie. is so freaking cool. Like he's like he's almost the, like um 
Woodstock era. He is era, the most hippiest black man hippie. <laughs> in the world named Casper, like the friendly ghost. But one time, oh my God, I remember, I didn't know he was coming over. And I was in the house, Andrew was working, and I was in the house. And I feel like this probably was around the time that ghosts were tripping anyway. But in the window, I could see this large black mass in the yard and like in the distance and i imagine I, he's like six foot something my like maybe six stomach four. oh my god my stomach hurt so bad i thought it was bigfoot i was like i don't even believe in bigfoot and he has he's coming to visit <laughs> me like i started crying it scared me so bad it wasn't until like my eyes focused because you guys i need glasses I was like, oh, it's was like, yo, come on here, let me talk to you. Either I'm coming Cass in the was, house or you coming out. Cass was like, Miss Ma'am, don't even worry about it. I get that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you scared me so much. But yeah, like, I feel like I do like the spook factor of the paranormal. I mean, I'm looking around as we are sitting in the dark. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, it is scary out here. Because like I said, I saw shadow people here and I actually fainted. But um, we thought it'd be the perfect spot to um you know do our first podcast so what's your favorite scary movie? what do you scream you said what is your favorite scary movie no i was saying you know what i'm saying like all right people we got some questions on this piece of paper and i'm trying to get to it you know what i'm saying it was supposed to flow like a conversation you know it, it, it man, pretty much i, I asked know. some of the questions and i mentioned some of the things so yeah. but go ahead if you want to talk about your favorite scary movies first of all i was pointed it out to her on the paper. I thought she was just going to flow into it. It's pitch she black stopped. in here. I can't see I the question. I put the light on it. I can't see the question. Anyways, so getting into it. Since I'm interviewing you, <clears throat> what was your favorite scary movie? Like one that really scared me? Yes. Alright. Jeepers Creepers. That scared um, everybody. Jeepers Creepers. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The, the, the original one. My dad had this thing where he liked to put on movies when my mama went around. <laughs> scared of, you know the hell out of me and my sister. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, the Exorcist. Um, he bought that. I don't know if y'all remember this place called Movie Gallery. He bought that. You're so silly. And um, he cut that on. He cut all the lights off in that house. And um, put I feel this like I'm the on. only person on the planet who is not afraid of the Exorcist. Bro, and crazy. maybe because I was highly religious in the Muslim industry, so I'm like, see, okay. You, see, I, I remember him Exorcism cutting off all the lights. Scare me. No, see, when she came downstairs upside down and he had the lights off, that was the last thing we saw that movie. I remember a blue screen popping up because that was all we was going to handle watching that movie. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers scared me not really much, but the oddness of it. Like when the man was transformed into his dog and he was a banjo player. He was, I don't know if he was homeless. Um, and he had a dog and they was morphed together and it was a dog uh body with his you head you just keep and, saying dog that really scared you huh? yeah and, and <laughs> it had the dog's body the man's face if i think correctly the and the banjo was just playing in the air terrified me to i death. need to watch that yeah oh yeah um yeah you need to watch it and also jeepers creepers that because i'm gonna tell you what i remember watching this for the first time it was on a Sunday before I had to go to school. Not it might have might have been at the, the Lord's birthday. Might have been at the uh, a family cookout in my aunt's house. So I watched it and I really thought that this movie was real. I think we all did. Um, because it was the springtime at that time and I was terrified 
Like legit. You were counting on your fingers the 23rd Yes, and I was just like, in my mind, I knew that this man, or whatever it was, it was going to come get me because we lived in the country anyway. So, um, yeah, that movie definitely terrified me. I think the creepiest part of that movie was uh, when they first drove by drove by the old house that he was stashing the bodies in the ground or in that tunnel thing um and he just stopped and like stared at them from a distance as they were driving by creep me out no, because them look man, like the it had road. to be the scene when he ripped that cop's heart out that broke me oh you tripping that broke me that, when that he one, was he hanging with up the rubber suit when, get out of here no it didn't, that it didn't even have grease on it that broke me there was a hole in the um cop's chest a bloody hole, please. My other, the other scariest part of that movie. Now I don't know if we're gonna agree on this. When they went to the old lady house to get help, and he flew into her house, and she went upstairs, and then she came to the door, but he had her body hanging on. Maybe it was the end of the shotgun, or mm-hmm. no, he might have been holding her. <laughs> to this day, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I remember like, she was like, I had got he hyped. Has long arms, or the gun was in her. Bro, I was hyped because like when she went upstairs, she was like. That's not my scarecrow. That part scared me too, because he was pretending to be scared. I, I have this bone chilling oh, no. fear yeah. of scarecrows. At the time, so, I didn't live anywhere near the country. I was like, if y'all get me near a scarecrow, bro, I'm running. And I tell you, like when she shot at him and he flew away, <laughs> she was for the streets. And he flew into the house, and then she was like, "I'm going upstairs," and it was like, "Boom, boom!" And I was like, "Yeah, she got him." She came, you know, they was tussling. Hey, look. <laughs> She was on the way out it was anyway. Her house, like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just so creepy because she like she lived out in the middle of nowhere and it just kind of reminded me of parts of where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Like where the school it is do, out it does look beside real. a cornfield. Yes. Um, type of deal, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that that, that was some of my scariest movies. Man, it forever it will be the scene when he ripped the cop's heart out. I'll just like cut it out. That's that's too much. I'm just a child. I don't <laughs> watch this anymore. But I'm going to finish it or whatever. Scary movies for me. Like I said, The Wishmaster scared me half to death. I don't even know which one it was. All I know is I went to sleep. But um, I think my first, the first movie that ever scared me was, um, what's the name of that movie? The Blair Witch Project. I feel like we all oh have. Oh my God, how did I forget about we that We all have the same, we all have the same story where you find the tape at your house and it says this is police property. Um, don't watch this. Yada, yada, yada. That movie, they didn't even... See, as a kid, I was also a film nerd. They didn't even show the Blair Witch. And she haunted my dream. Just by the description of her, I was bone chilled to to this another dimension. That movie scared me to death. And it took me into my adult years to realize that it was fake. They did the most amazing job on that movie that was the best found footage movie and now everybody's trying to repeat it and i'm like all right and then they, they came out with a, a newer version and you know one I thing i hate out. about the new movies is that they put too much cgi and stuff and they think that that's scary but i'm like the older films are scary because they like they made it seem like it was a real situation not even just that but they went from found footage to cinematic theater yes. movie like you can't you can't flip the switch like that, that doesn't make sense to me so it was not good and then they also added the monster i'm like the creep factor was already there another thing that scared me to death it wasn't a movie but there was this episode of um america's most wanted i don't even want to talk about it because we out here and now i'm looking around 
it was so America's Most Wanted was set to where like he would tell you like what happened there was a crime scene or whatever and if you've seen this person call the police so this particular episode um, this boy woke up and his parents were missing or something like that I don't know the ins and outs of the, the story I can't remember what happened but when they showed the man's face it was like this and good to be honest it was a sketch it might have that's probably why it was scary his face was like pale like a pale blue he had these he kind of looked like michael myers but with like flesh and eyes mm. it was awful to this day it scares me and i remember very recently i was like just going through um the show on youtube just trying to find the episode so i was like you gotta face your fears you're almost 30 years old <laughs> you have to face your fears it was probably just like you probably just remembered it wrong but to this day that scared me another movie because i all i do is watch horror films you know that that's my life i might watch one tonight no, um, I think she got no because i'm always trying to find that movie that is just masterful like the blair witch projects and gosh darn it the fourth kind did it for me <laughs> oh, oh my, beautiful oh my god the fourth kind i was i was in my teenage years and i feel like my mom was watching it i came home from prom i don't know i came home from something and she's just sitting there watching this movie based on alberta canada and at the time i didn't know it was alberta canada i thought it was alberta virginia okay I didn't. look decided I, at a time right i didn't know what was going on that movie was masterful say what you want about it because i feel like a lot of people didn't think it was good i was like this is the scariest thing i've ever seen in my life like this I never, first of all, I had two things that I was afraid of at the time before my spiritual journey happened. White owls, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> White owls with black eyes like demons. An alien abduction. That movie. But you gotta admit, them, them barn, they call barn owls, I think. Oh. They, they, they smooth. Like literally and like. They're like they gotta, literally smooth? What are you talking about? I mean, about? they look smooth. Oh, I was like, ill. But all like they cool type of smooth. I'll never, I'll never be around to see it. But that movie, <laughs> that movie scared me to death. And then I tried to watch it with you, and you fell asleep. Oh, I fell asleep. Look, and so I, time, I rewatched man. it by myself. It I feel was, like I woke up and they were screaming or something. Oh like my gosh, on. the screams! That was just. We have to watch it. We're gonna sit down and watch it. And we're gonna do an honorable mention because if we talking about aliens. Um, well, I was talking about aliens. Signs. All right, people. Oh, when well, that movie first oh dropped, gosh. we bought it on pay per view. Scared me to death. You were scared a lot. When of they were in, the, like, it was creepy on the sense that the world was being. They had this. We're gonna talk about that in another situation, but you okay? They made it out. <laughs> Why are you looking that around? The, that the aliens had invaded Earth, and they lived in this farmhouse. You know the movie. You know what I'm saying? Um. Or wherever they live, they met out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was cornfields around, creepy. Uh, and the animals were on the roof. They were like locking themselves in the basement. Like they were like, it was crazy. It was almost like they were prepping for a hurricane, but they weren't. They were <laughs> prepping for alien. Um, with an S. And so it just creeped me out. And then at the end, when they, I mean, they already had revealed it, but at the end, when they, when they came, finally came out of the basement after hiding all night, and the alien was in the freaking living room. Like you got to see the visual of it. what you've been hiding from the entire time. I finally get to see it. Creep me out. I was terrified. 
um, scared me and my sister to death once again. Sounds like a pattern. Y'all watch movies that aren't scary and y'all get scared. What would you be talking about? Nah, <laughs> maybe I'm tough. Maybe I'm tough when it comes to scary movies. But, but that yeah, just, yeah. it didn't, maybe, I don't even actually remember sitting down and watching it. I might have seen Sign. it. Yeah, I might have seen it. We made you watch it together. That's what I'm saying. I might have seen it as I got older, so yeah. I was able to not be afraid. There's a different so maybe time. yeah, maybe if I were a kid, but yeah. Well, um, before we wrap this up, another honorable mention I think that you would like is uh, one of our favorites is Insidious Part Three. Yo, that movie that, is hey, crazy. I don't know. I don't care I about Insidious One and Two. Look, but that Insidious Three caught me out guard because I thought I was going into a clown show like the rest of them <laughs> they, and I they walked into it and they was like oh let me get let me I, they, they had sit, like you know, who, they fixed it up who did that one because no offense to Insidious say what you want they're corny they're just really corny them the Insidious and the Conjuring series are corny so when you go into there you're expecting to like see like good cinematic stuff but it's not scary Insidious 3 relax See, you know, and that was good. Another problem I have with like newer horror films is that they depend on jump scares and mm. loud music to get you. I'm like, I'm not scared. You All just you startled some me. Old man to wave to yeah. you in a theater. That was too much. Yeah, it, it was. It was like it had that creep factor, like real life creep factor. Like you know, it wasn't just like oh jump scare. It was like you know eerie stuff that you might see, what mm. you thought you might have saw. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, the yeah, ritual I'm, was a good one. I don't think we need to keep talking about this stuff because you getting scared. Yeah, cause we sitting out in the, in the dark. You know. What You're saying? being silly. But um, but anyway. You getting scared, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be our time. Um, I was gonna mention one more movie, Event Horizon, the most horrific graphics I've ever seen in my life. We have to watch that. Never heard of it. It's crazy. That's another movie my mom was watching, but she swear up and down, she oh, don't buddy. watch horror films. Let me tell you something about my mother-in-law. She watches sci-fi type of star Battlestar Galactia Angular. type of scary stuff and no that movie was no. ridiculous but look we're running out of time I didn't realize we were going to be talking for about an hour so like I said if you don't get anything out of this podcast just go outside tonight and stargaze and look in the sky and ask all of your deepest darkest questions and maybe you'll get an answer back maybe you'll see a star move maybe you'll see a shadow person Maybe they're in your backseat. Relax. Maybe they're by your bed. 